When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Vex Electronica. I have kidnapped your cat. Maybe both cats. I I can't understand a word that you're saying with that uh, Robotron filter you got on. Now I can tell you how I really feel about you. Okay, I understood that. Shit. Uh, Let me tell you how I really feel about you. Lay it on Uh, me. I think you're awesome, dude. Aww, that's so nice. (laughs) <laughs> what a good friend. Oh my god. Hey, you actually sound like you have to with that robot voice. <laughs> hey, how's it going? Oh, now you're uh now you got some Elvis vibes going. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Touched my Cadillac. By the way, I didn't know until recently that Elvis's first wife was like 14 when they got Yeah, married. yeah. 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 Pretty, pretty sus. I was pretty listening sus. to some of the episodes that we've recorded, and I realized that I start off each episode with a song, but the song doesn't come through 100% great, and it's kind of more grating than anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I got to let you know, all you people out there still listening to this right now, you, you, you're the fucking real deal. You're almost as real as my friend Vex, who just told me that she's a big fan. Mm-hmm. 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 You're echoing a little bit, by the way. You're how about is it better? Yes, that's far, far better. It sounds like birds in the forest, huh? Uh a little bit, a little bit. Still echoey or less? Less echoey. That's better. That's much okay. better, actually. <clears throat> it was just a very slight, slight echo, but yeah. You're good. Yeah, yeah. Kelsey would always have it happen because when you first turn on the soundboard, it just turns on a slight echo, just a little bit of this. A little mm-hmm. bit of hey, how's it going? Don't know why it does it. So you have to turn on the echo, then off the echo. And then the soundboard is like, oh, I understand it now. What did you want it from me? It's The soundboard is a little Chinese, Chinese woman? <laughs> a little, uh, a lot. It basically was made by uh, several Chinese women and a couple of kids. Uh, thank you so much. <laughs> well done. For you purchased um, the product so that I can have a roof over my head. While this is fresh in my mind, I'm going to just... So, Stray Souls, remember I told you about this game last week? Oh, yeah. So, I've been playing Cyberpunk like a goddamn junkie. It's so good, and there's nothing I can do to get Vex to play it. So, instead of playing Cyberpunk so that we could talk about it, have good times, you've been playing what? Stray Souls. Yeah. The fuck is that? It's a horror game. Stray Holes is a horror game, too. (laughs) I guess... Uh, you know what? Cyberpunk is installed, and only yesterday did I start getting out of my depressive funk, actually. Oof. Yeah. Is uh, your period that, moved on? No. Yes, I had a three-week period, and that's why I was yeah. fucking depressed, man. Yeah, I've had know. those. I know. I can relate. <laughs> uh, I don't know what it is. Oh, you know what? I, I, it's, I think I had just like a realization unintentionally, and that kind of was just like, oh, and then it 
it is just so today i was super productive actually what was your realization um so i was hoping that by now or at least the the last year or so i had kind of set up um my life to to know well not to know but um in hopes that i would be preparing to move down to florida to to be with my husband and kind of really start our life together and there has been just kind of like kink after kink in that entire process and now that i'm in the time where i was hoping that i would at least be you know a couple weeks out from moving down there and i was hoping that youtube would be doing a lot better um what what's wrong with youtube I, i'll get there i was just hoping that there would be a lot more things um just to look forward to or that we're working out and uh, it just doesn't you know it just wasn't so i guess because of just the timing of it all i guess it it, it hit me it's, without it's real it's real now yeah. it's almost halloween and you're gonna you thought you'd be spending it down in florida way uh or at least you know really close to around this time but now it's i understand <laughs> like maybe it was uh foolish of me to have that hope but it's just i've been it's been two years I've been in this process and it just, it feels like it's never ending now. You drove your application to someplace, right? Uh, no, I mailed it. Uh, what do you mean? Wait, hold on. Drove my application? I thought that you said, so, okay. So last week, here's here, here we go. Yeti Yeft and his memory recall about some bureaucracy shit. <clears throat> so, so. You went and you had a meeting at a place that had uh, soundproof rooms, but none of the doors were on. And mm-hmm. you just divulged, divulged your deepest, darkest secrets about your taint. And then you, um, so then they were like, you got to get this vaccination exemption card to this place. And the lawyers had a disagreement. They were like, rah, 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 and the other one was like, I don't know. And then, so then, and then, so then you went and you, um, and then you, um, so then you, um, you faxed it over with, uh, it, yep. You went to Kinko's. So you, no, you, you know what? Me- what? Your memory is almost there. Uh, you're like 80% there. Yeah. I had my official immigration interview last week. But so did you get your paperwork in? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, on Thursday I had gotten my vaccine waiver, which was, like I said, a 65 page document that came in the mail. And then on Friday, I, because only specific post offices will accept, um, government related things without having to pay the shipping and all that stuff. I had to drive, uh, 30 minutes down South on the outskirts of Toronto to go drop it off. So it's been mailed out. I've done everything that they asked for, but even with all of that done, it's still, you know, I don't know how long it's going to get, it's going to take to, to get processed. Maybe it will be done before the end of the year, given the way in which they've asked for it. Maybe it will be done in the spring. Maybe it'll be done next summer. I have no idea. Like, Do you like call them frequently to be like, yo, did you get it? Yo, what's up? Did you do anything like that? Um, well, they would have only I mailed it out on Friday, so they probably only got it on Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, it's Thursday. I don't know. Yeah. It, I'm just trying to put myself in your shoes, and I am ever the squeaky wheel when I need something done, and god damn, do I get results. I think government is a bit of an outlier when it comes to that kind of No, thing. I worked for government. I know how to make government work for you. 
You made you worked for the fe- hmm. you worked for immigration. You worked for the federal government, bro. I worked uh, for all the different agencies. I was Asian in a in a <laughs> in a past worked, life. Well, when I worked for government, I was Asian. Um, I I, I guess someone else had had mentioned that hey, maybe you should just check in. So I think I'll probably do that tomorrow. I'll just send off an email and be like, hey, just I'll uh, tell just you what. Where, I would get phone calls all day, every day, and if somebody was on the other line and they were super charming and nice, goddamn, I could bend, I could bend time and space for them. Do you, you know that there's there's no direct phone number that is available to the public that goes straight <laughs> to that specific consulate? That sounds about right. Yeah, I have that an email right. though. I have uh-huh. an email for that, that they never check. Consulate. Yeah. Well, they asked me to to first like they asked me to email a copy of the waiver as well, right? To a specific email and both uh, of the lawyers I'd hired said, "Hey, you have a direct email to them now. That's not something most people are privileged to in these situations. So, take advantage of that to try and check in with them and don't one of them said like don't go more than a year without contacting them." I'm like, "Fuck, I'm mm-hmm. not going to oh, I'm not going to yeah. go a year without that." So I wouldn't go more have, than a month without contacting them. Right. So I think like what I was planning to do originally is just I'm just going to wait for a month uh, just because there is a receipt notice that I will get when they have officially filed my vaccine waiver. So I'm and that should only like I said, that should only take about a month to receive. So I think once I get that, I will email them and just be like, hey, I just want to know status of my waiver and application and go from there but so why does youtube have you bummed um i was just kind of i I don't okay my youtube process has just been very rushed because i was working with when the ideal time was to post a video so that i could garner you know the the views and the clicks and all of that stuff so what would usually end up happening is if I go see a movie um, on you guys, I know for some of the bigger releases, you could go and see a movie as early as a Tuesday or Wednesday before the Friday it comes out. But in Canada, it's very rare that you even get a Wednesday. I think Barbie is the only one that comes to recent memory that got a Wednesday screening before the Friday it came out. Okay. Um, so usually it's a Thursday. So I'll go see it on a Thursday, uh, maybe like right after work. And then because I was still working Friday and Saturday over the course of like Thursday night, Friday night, I would bang out a script. I would proof it the best I could. And then Saturday when I got home from work around five o'clock, I would have dinner and then get to work recording and clipping the video in which I probably stay up till three, four in the morning doing for it to premiere around noon on Sunday, because that was the peak time for me. Um, it's not a very uh, <laughs> good process because there, there is a lot of things that kind of slip through and because it was rushed, I don't think I got all the things I wanted to say out there, even though people were still enjoying it. So my process was not uh it wasn't a good one and I wanted to change that. And that's where it's very beneficial that I'm only working part-time now. But even then it just seems like I was kind of unsure where I wanted to go. And then I kind of went a different direction with the last three videos I put out and two of them did really well, but the third didn't. And I 
you know, had a, a, a StreamYard chat session with um, another YouTuber, and he was like, listen, like, it's hey. not just... Why do you sound so jealous, bro? Because I am jealous. Duh. So who was it? The movie cynic. Yeah, you've said his name before, but I'm not familiar with him. Okay. He was on the stream that I was on on Monday. Yeah, he I had... stopped by for a couple minutes. Yeah, he was the guy that had the blue lights in the background, and one of those lights said the movie cynic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know I can't read. Don't you fucking rub that in my face that I can't read. How dare you? Come out um, here and fucking make fun of me. But he's just like, like, listen, it's not that what you're saying in those videos is bad. It's just the thing that sells you as interesting and different from everyone else is that you have a personality and you need to sell that. And I was like, fine, I, I know. People like it when that comes out. So I need to just, I was planning to maybe get some more content out, but now I'm just like, okay, I need to just chill and refocus. And the Marvels comes out on November 10th. Yeah, I am going to cultivate a banger fucking review for that, and I am going to use that as an opportunity to, um, just you know, just 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 fucking projectile launch my channel, uh, where I want it to be. So I'm I'm doing a little bit of research as well on the side, like I'm looking into what my core audience is also watching on the side. I what are they watching? despot of antrim um what is that i don't there these are all just like movie review channels or pop culture channels um echo chamberlain but the the audience i want to reach is it's a gundam i don't know if you've heard yeah him. i know i know him yeah i really i i think he's my favorite youtuber in all honesty because i love the content he puts out and he's just so that that's kind of where i want my audience to come from so i need to go back to cater because i was doing a pretty good job with catering towards that before and then i guess i just kind of lost it in the last uh couple months so Should yeah and i try to make the videos that you like and not worry about trying to do what your audience wants because that's going to put you into a loop that you're going to get dissatisfied with i want to make this work financially though but think about what you're saying i Okay, so I guess let me I get let me clarify because it does sound like I'm just I'm not having fun with this. Like a bunch I, of fourteen year olds also want to make YouTube work for a living. Yeah, but they have no fucking talent and they're autistic. I mean, the entire audience you're trying to grab is that is those autistic fucks. So my by the way, it's it's actually quite alarming. Less than three percent of my audience is female, and most of my audience is between the ages of twenty five and forty four like an alarming amount of my audience. Does I it have like also no show you the curve of their autism? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I, I hope so. One day. Um, <laughs> I just, I need to work, I need to move away from using Canva as well. So I've been exploring some free applications to use for thumbnails. And then I've been learning how to use, like how to like harness SEO a little bit better because I want to get my game review sub stack going again. I really enjoy doing that. So I'm just I'm working on all these little things and just hoping to make a, a you know a, you know you know just, you know just, just fucking ejaculate all over everyone in a couple weeks. Because for my two cents, I know you multiple times you've talked about how you need to get your 
your review of a movie or whatever out as soon as possible. And I think that you might have the wrong take on that. But granted, you know, you're you're talking to other people with successful channels. So they have more insight than I do. But I do know as being a YouTube user, I don't care how long it takes for Mahler to get his review of Ant-Man out. I can't wait for it to happen. Um, so I'm not like looking for who has the first take on the Marvels. I'm looking for the people I like to have their take. And I can wait a couple days. So the I would agree with you normally, but I'm also of the, the persuasion where I don't watch a movie review until after I've seen a movie. But it seems like more people want to see a review first these days to justify whether they're spending the 20 odd dollars to go to the theater. and buy mm, popcorn and all that stuff, Right. People just like to hear you rip on something that they don't like. I no way people are actually clicking on your review to see if they should go see the movie. You lay out everything that happens in the movie. So you're not really reviewing it. You're you ripping missed, on you it. You mistook what I said. I'm just saying people in general, not my reviews specifically. Oh, okay. General, yeah. Um, really? Yes. That that's general. Yeah, I I like the amount of people I've talked to that are just like I saw this this and this review before seeing this. I'm just like oh like I don't like reading or watching reviews for like even games before I play them because I feel like it. it my son and everybody I know uh, is the exact same way. Yeah, I like to go in dark. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so. If I had a channel as big as Mahler's, I think it's it's the circumstance is different, right? These are channels that were able to get in like kind of during those peak years of YouTube before it became, you know, a lot overly censored and, you know, overly, you know, authoritarian. Right. they got an audience early. Yeah, and they got grandfathered in. So it doesn't matter if they make a Marvel's review six months from now because of how big their channel is compared with also how the YouTube AI and analytics are reading all of their clicks, it'll get pushed out regardless and it will do well for a channel yeah. like mine. That is in, you know, the, <laughs> the post peak era of YouTube where not only is it tougher, but there's also a zillion other channels that are trying to capitalize on the same kind of stuff that, you know, nerd erotics or critical drinker or Mahler have all made careers off of. Um, but I don't have any analytics that are going to push me out. Like it's it, once you hit about 10,000 subscribers, the YouTube AI then begins to take you a little bit more seriously and starts to push out your video a bit more because it's understanding that there is an active audience coming towards you. I'm <laughs> not there yet. So I need to play the game in terms of if I can get it out as soon as possible that gives me an advantage when people search up Marvel's. That's movie. my theory on dates. If I can get it out as soon as possible, that will give me an advantage. <laughs> right. So that like I want to. So I need to play the game to a certain extent in order to get where I want to get. But I'm still having fun with it. Like, yeah, there's a lot of movies doesn't sound I like it like at all. It sounds like you hate it. No, there's just so much that goes into it that I didn't realize. And it, it really like it kind of becomes like a it's like something you're always unintentionally thinking about as a result. Yes. There's, there's so much that goes into it. So this is what I've been trying to tell you. You talk to these people, like the people who make it on YouTube are people who eat, drink and sleep YouTube. And I don't know, man, sounds like a real bitch. I'm aware of that. No, but I just, I need to, I can do it. I know I can do it. And it's something I want to do. I just, you to want to create hurt. content. Yes. Okay. But why do you only look to YouTube to do such a thing? 
Listen, I've been really thinking about the pod, the gaming podcast these last couple days. I've really been thinking about like it's it's been I think I've been thinking about that more than YouTube, actually, the last couple of days, which is another All reason I'm going to say is you want to make money in this venture. And oh, Yeti Balls has been successful in podcasting from the but word this, go. This is another reason why I've been looking into SEO as well. I want to get is that search engine optimization. Yeah, like your homie, what's his nuts, Lambertsy? Dude, the SEO game is pretty fucking important. I'm. I'm How's he doing? Listen, um, okay. (laughs) I don't want to. I don't want to badmouth him publicly. I don't want to say anything negative, but let's just say (laughs) there's a lot of people I know that jerk off to my voice. I'll I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. Well, hold on. First of all. I told you that in confidence. <laughs> Second of all, wait a minute. We were bashing on Lambency because he is obsessed with SEO and his show fucking gets a listener and that's his own mom. I, he doesn't have a good and then you're like with his parents, actually. So that's... Uh... Um, no. Uh, and then I you're think... like, people drink off to my voice. Where the fuck did that come from? Okay, uh, the difference is is that I don't want to. I think he's a good dude, and he's got a good head on his shoulders. He's just, no, that's neither here nor there. My uh, my, what I'm highlighting is that his obsession with SEO seems to be uh, useless. Oh, okay, so the way that he was approaching SEO, which is something like I really disagreed with, is just he kind of. Um, it's like whenever, you know, you know the app Grammarly, right? Yeah. Okay. It's like when you plug something into Grammarly and then you just copy and paste that and turn it in. But then Grammarly also, it just checks for grammar. It doesn't check for fluency, right? That was kind of what he was doing with SEO is he would kind of take an engine and just take whatever the engine spat out and then put it on the internet, hoping that that would drive traffic. But there was no fluency. There was no consistency to it at all. So I don't think you need fluency if you're just trying to get a search engine to find your shit. But the thing is, is, okay, it'll show up and then people will click on it and then they'll just be like, what the fuck am I even reading? This doesn't make any sense. And then you don't get the results you want. The way I am trying to optimize it is how can I take what I've already been making, which I am proofing and editing and making sure makes fucking sense and looks pretty to an untrained eye. How I can take that and optimize it so that it does show up on search engines so that I'm at least on somewhat equal footing with, you know, all the big websites that come up for a review for like Alan Wake 2 or some shit like that. Gotcha. That's all. So, because that's, I really hated that he did it and I would point that out to him and he didn't take it as constructive criticism. He always just said, oh, the SEO, the SEO. I'm just like, dude, that's, that's great if it's showing up, but nobody was going to want to stay and keep reading if what you're putting out doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, I think you should just focus on finding people who like you for the content that you make and you need to focus on them and not just trying to be the next biggest thing on the Internet. I'm not trying to be the biggest thing on the Internet. I'm trying to get up there so that I can make money off of this so that I can be like, hey, I don't have to find a fucking babysitter to look after my kid in two years. I can just have them. I can look after them while I maybe edit a video or something. I hear you. And at the end of the day, come to Colorado and we can open up a tree cutting business and we can make some real fucking money tomorrow. 
<laughs> I need my visa to get approved if I want to come to Colorado. Jesus Christ, I've seen 90 Day Fiance. You just fucking move here and then just don't leave. Goddamn, we're not kicking anybody out. You kidding me? I don't, I don't even have a passport right now, bro. Like the US Oh, yeah, because you sent it away. It. Yeah. I can't so, travel. We're going to get you on a canoe, kayak, little, little, uh, oh man, an inflatable raft. Okay. You, you joke about that, but I have kayaked Lake Superior. The whole, wait. Not the wait. whole thing, just part of okay. it. Okay. <laughs> I was like, but, wait. <laughs> but I've like, never been to the Great Lakes, but I've heard they're pretty big. They're pretty big, yes. I have kayaked on Lake Superior, which apparently is like a crazy thing to do. I didn't know that. I just did it. <laughs> <laughs> but I told I told red. I I told someone they're like, yeah, I went kayaking in Lake Superior, and they just looked at me like, are you fucking insane? I'm like, what do you mean? And she's like, girl, are you fucking insane? Because those are those are waves. That's why. And on top of that, there's a lot of ships that have gone down in Lake Superior. Yeah, they um, have. Yeah, so I'm just like, yeah, it was it was a good time. I found a beach that no one could get to, and I went skinny dipping. It was awesome. Except that old lady was still oh, that was her a pud. different time. That's a different time. Yeah. <laughs> no, I bet she's followed you around from many beaches. You think she just saw you once? I'm telling you what, you got to get her to go subscribe to your Patreon. That's all you need. Maybe I'm not putting titties a... on my Patreon though, and that's clearly oh, that's what for she's OnlyFans. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, and just well, don't don't do that. What you do is you just give her coordinates, right? For a hundred dollar tier, coordinates. Mm -hmm. Maybe you'll be there. Maybe you won't. Oh, call okay. The, yeah. Pay, call pay my stalker. Something. Yeah, <laughs> pay your stalker. See, everybody looks at stalkers and they're like, oh, wow, this is annoying. Or, oh, wow, this is unsafe. Or, oh, wow, this makes me uncomfortable. They don't see them as walking dollar signs. Hmm? Hmm? You've got a point. You've got a point. Right? I thought this Nadia why... was supposed to join us today, by the way. Yeah, I sent her a link. She said she's coming at 8. I have to tell you the story about the time that I pissed my own pants secondhand. Secondhand pants piss. Okay, yeah. all right. Well, let me see if Nadia said anything. Hold on. I open I... up Twitter, and there's I... Nadia holding a Ninja Turtle. What the fuck are you doing? She's like, I like oh, that you live. called her Nina, and I'm like, who the fuck is Nina? And you like, <laughs> like she's friends with. Today. She's friends with the Pinta and the Santa Maria. You know Nina. <laughs> And like Nadia, you mean? And then you just did—you completely ignored that and, and <laughs> talked about something else. That's my style. <laughs> okay, you want to hear? You want to hear a story? Sure. Yo, sit right back here. Oh, you know what? Kate was like, "I love it, dude. I'm listening to the podcast, and you're telling Vex like, hey, let's wrap it up because I got to go to bed.'" And she looks at her phone and realizes that there's still an hour and a half left of pod. <laughs> <laughs> I was eating a mod time pizza. That's happened too. Like that happens that literally every time now. That we, we have too much fun. Yeah, exactly. Because we, look at what we've covered so far. Not much, and we I, still have how much more to go. I think so. We've covered so much. Quite a bit. I think we just crossed into some heavy territory, and now we we're covered a lot about you. You never ask me these deep questions about what's going on in my world. You know what? You want to know why? Because you just interrupt me, anyways, and start talking about it. So, so no let me tell you about this time <laughs> that I secondhand peed my pants. Right? Okay. This is we're going back. And by the way, dear listener, every story that's told here on eighty-seven fifty, every anecdote, coinkadink, every conversation ever on here is all hypothetical hearsay maybe jokes on the internet that we read and i'm just telling 
this is an entertainment podcast. And that that's was how you know it's going to be a lie. <laughs> you are the father. Oh, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Most unintentionally racist show that's ever been. Oh, it's great, though. I love it. But it's fucking great. I didn't say it was bad. Um, <laughs> so way back when, man, me and the crew, we go down to Elitch Gardens in Denver. And this is drinking De- Jeff Days. Oh, baby. I was getting loose. And then we go in and we'd ride some roller coasters, have good times. And then I was like, yo, dog, I'm going to go back to the car, get some of that hooch, drink on that hooch. So I do. I go out there and it's like, it's a trek, dude. You got to like get the whole way to the front gate. Then you got to go out and then you got to get your hands damp. I'm telling you, got to walk half a mile across this blacktop and drink on some of that hooch. And then I'm sitting there in the car and I'm like, yep, kind of got to pee. Oh, look at this. What's this? An empty bottle. Fuck yeah, bro. Onto the top. Pee into the bottle. Fill that thing. I'm not even kidding you. Right to the top. I ran out of wee wee. Right at the right at the lip. Okay. And I start looking around, right? Okay. I start looking around. Where the fuck did I put that lid? I don't know where the lid is. I can't find it, Vex. And then something starts to be warm in my lap. Oh, no. You see, what had happened was, as I was looking around for the lid to put the lid on my pee-pee bottle, I tilted my hand and spilled that urine right onto my own crotch. Dude, I was there. You were drinking, so it was pungent, wasn't it? I was at the finish line, and then I poured my own pee-pee onto my trousers. What kind of animal does that? I'm just wondering, you have a penis. Why didn't you just pee outside? Because it's a <laughs> parking lot full of, like, they're, they're, that's how you get a ticket. <laughs> Bro, not that, I, any, not that I, anything that I'm else that I'm doing in this story could ever I peed a in a parking lot as a woman, man. You can get away with it far easier than I can. I just, come on. <laughs> look, look, first of all, wasn't thinking clearly. <laughs> <laughs> clearly. <laughs> Second of all, <laughs> so then I go back, back into the amusement park, and we're waiting in line for this ride where they have like these gargoyles that squirt water out of it, uh, and it like squirts kind of the crowd or whatever. Ironic. And I'm like low key, I'm like low key trying to get my junk in front of this water stream so I can like r- one rinse off, and two, so there's kind of an explanation as to why it looks like I pissed my. <laughs> You're telling me you had the foresight to do that, but not pee in a parking lot. Come on, man. Dude, I was, I was and always will be a smooth operator. Sure. Not my finest moment. All right. Not my finest moment. Okay, but yeah, okay. like I say, I'll make them up in here. Say that's just that that's a story that happened actually to my friend. Uh his name's Zach. And I just told it in the first person, so it'd be funnier. The lie detector determined that was a lie. Oh, I wish I had the ding. (laughs) Um, The listener might be wondering why this came up. And it's because I think I had randomly mentioned that I almost pissed myself earlier today. Right. Uh, While playing Stray Souls, because there was a jump scare that got me and, you know, full bladder and whatnot. And then I partially regaled the tale of how I pissed myself at Universal Studios 
just three weeks ago in front of my husband. Because you sneezed too hard. Or did you accidentally pour your own pee-pee on your own pants? No, I accidentally sneezed a little. So when you go to the Halloween Horror Nights thing at Universal Studios, in Florida at least, I don't know how California or Japan does their thing, um, but they set up the houses and there's just these really long winding queues you got to go through because they're prepared to have like thousands of people lined up waiting, right? So to get to what like two houses might be next to each other, but you'll have to walk like legitimately half a mile to get in and out because of how they they've laid everything out. Um, so we were leaving a house and we had these god awful girls in front of us uh, from one of them who just like kept screaming at everything. So they ruined basically all the jump scares for us in that house. And they were wearing extremely strong fruity perfume. I don't have like a perfume. Intolerant. Fruity perfume is what they call me back in college. Oh, that sounds pretty gay, dude. I'd be concerned about that one. <laughs> I am concerned about it. I think about it all the time. Um, but like I'm those in the fru- closet right now. <laughs> those fruity ones are just like it's just an assault on the senses. I can't stand them. Um, so I guess it just it tickled my nose the right way, and I had also just downed a bottle of water, and lo and behold, I just stop and I feel a, it feels a little bit too wet down there. And I, I just slowly turn to my husband. I'm like, we have to get to a bathroom, and he looks at me. He's like, did you did you just like I I, I don't want to talk about it. We just have to get to a bathroom. Did and he then point and laugh? He then he pointed and laughed. Yeah, and he laughed. That's my dog me. right there. That's my dog. <laughs> he laughed at me all three hundred of the meters it took to get for me to waddle to the fucking bathroom because I was trying to walk in such a way where it piss wasn't going to dribble down my leg. <laughs> yeah, we've that? all been there. <laughs> yeah. Are you wearing clothes that are going to conceal this a- like conceal this accident or is it on display? I was wearing like a light wash denim shorts, so it would be very obvious that I had pissed myself if I let oh, it. Oh no. Yeah. Um but thankfully I got there before anything could strongly leak through. But um yeah. It's I've shat in front of a boyfriend as well, like shat myself by accident. So I, this seems to be a trend of mine, I guess. Were you also in line at Universal Studios? No, it's just it was one of those don't trust the fart situations. That's what it always is. Yeah, that's what it always is. I remember snowboarding as a wee lad. Mm-hmm. Trusted one. Something didn't feel right. Go to the bathroom. Yep, there it is. Accidents have happened. Now, here's the thing. You ever been snowboarding or skiing? Yes. I'm in this tiny fucking bathroom and I've got snowboard boots on, snow pants. I've got like regular pants on. I am done up. There's no, like, there's no room to take off boots and snow pants and shit. Like, what am I, what the fuck am I going to do? Ripped my boxer shorts because that's what I was wearing at the time. Like, because, you know, super cool, right? (laughs) Sure. I I just remember getting to middle school and it was like, if you don't have boxers, you're a fucking idiot boxers are the worst undergarment for a male that's ever been invented they are constantly up around your fucking titties and up your up your hiney dude it fucking sucks maybe i'm doing something wrong i don't know i haven't tried it again in forever the you want the hybrid the boxer brief that's that is the way see i've heard the boxer brief is the way like my husband absolutely fucking loves the boxer that's why i just said the hybrid the boxer brief that's the hybrid yeah that is the way um so anyway Back in time, sitting there, 
got this fucking present staring at me in the face, this disappointing present, just being like, oh, what are you going to do, bitch? I tore on the left side and the right side. I tore the boxer so that I could slip it off like a diaper. (laughs) 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 Now, in another stroke of genius. So I folded it up in a way so that, like, you know, the the Hershey surprise was deep in the middle. Yes. Uh uh Picture this. Put it. I'm not going to picture it, but I understand. No, I need, I, (laughs) Vex, I need to know that you're picturing this in your mind as I I tell you the story. I don't want, I am about, 14 years old and i've just pooped my pants and i'm on a snowboarding trip and i don't know what the fuck i'm gonna do (laughs) all right you got it pictured um i'm just gonna picture your face there you go that face of uncertainty oh i was looking worried my eyebrows were on fleek as they always are you know those big eagle eyebrows that i have they're like I was like one eyebrow raised, one eyebrow raised, looking looking at the Hershey surprise. Uh, then oh, looking back at the it, like how I have no room. I'd look at the left side of me. I'd look at the right side of me. I was like, hey, I'm really cramped in here. What the fuck? Am I? And I'm listening to how everybody. Here's the other thing: when you have one of these accidents happen, you're like, please let the bathroom be vacant. It's mm. never vacant. It's always the most hopping joint on the mountain. <sighs> Wad that thing up. My plan was to throw it away. As I exit. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be a slick move, right? It's in the cargo pant of my pocket. As I walk past the trash can that's near the door, fucking toss it. Hello. Nadia. Hello. What up, dog? I'm telling a story about when I pooped my pants up snowboarding one time. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Had to hydrate there for a second. You pooped your pants while snowboarding? Yeah, I was up snowboarding. So let me fill you in real quick. Hey, dear listener, sorry you got to hear this twice. <laughs> but what would I do if Nadia didn't know? Nadia, I'm about 14 years old, right? I'm up snowboarding. I'm in the most cramped stall. At, well, here's the thing. First of all, out snowboarding around, I, I every pooping your pants story starts with trusting a fart. It's not that I trusted it. It's that I didn't really have a choice. You know what I mean? What did you eat that day? <laughs> Nadia. Come on. <laughs> or should I say Nina, if that is your real name? Oh, please. Somebody at work calls me not Nadia. Like, Nadia. Not Nadia. It's Grenadia. Not Nadia. <laughs> Come on. Right in the nades, eh? Like, yeah. So I have I, I have no idea. I just I just remember the event. I don't remember what preceded it. Anyway, here I am. I'm in this situation. I felt something squishy. I go check the shorts. I'm in the smallest stall that there's ever been. And wouldn't you know it, there's been some action. What do I do? Because I've got, have you ever been snowboarding or anything like that? I know you live in Vegas, so. Absolutely not... fucking not. <laughs> All right. Let me explain to you. You have boots on that take 10 minutes to lace up. You then have like snow pants, big bulky snow pants. And you got pants on underneath that. You got, oh, you're, 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 you're a walking fucking marshmallow. And oh, you're in, so you, every, I got no room. Every Midwest uh, snowsuit. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you got it. I got you. So what am I going to do, Nadia? I got no room to maneuver here. I got no room. I can't be taking off shoes. And oh, then could you imagine stepping on a public restroom floor in your socks? Uh, oh You'd have to burn them. You would have to and burn your feet. You would have to burn I've the bottom of your feet. I've done. And then so. I'm going to put them into my like super expensive snowboard boots. Are you kidding me? No, Nadia. What I do is I tear the left and right side of my boxer shorts. And I won't get into why I was wearing boxer shorts. That's a story for another time. 
Vex just heard it. Anyway, I tear the left, the right side, and I remove my box of shorts as if it were a diaper, and I was a little baby. <laughs> Nadi, are you picturing this? Uh, unfortunately, yes. <laughs> Perfect. See, Vex was a dick about it. <laughs> I don't I mean, want to picture your Hershey kiss, man. That's why. I, that's not something. Vex, I'm, I need I'm you in this moment with me. I'm in the moment, but I'm I'm refusing to picture that, my friend. I'm sorry. Not I don't either. think the... I've ever shit my pants. Like you will, unless me maybe once when when my back was broken and I was in so much pain, it just like maybe no, I pissed myself. That was different. Not gonna I've lie, never... I'm pretty sure we covered this the last time you were. Here. I know, but I've never shit my pants. Like, why can't you just hold it in? It's not about that. It's that you get like there's. You know how when you poop, sometimes there's different consistencies and sometimes yeah. it's more liquid than solid. Yeah, but you, you got some, you got liquid built up and you don't know that it is. Uh, you don't know that it's there. You can't like and clench then, your cheeks and just like hold it till you get to somewhere where you could, you know. No, unfortunately no. not this time. Well, because it wasn't a full blown. There's a difference between like sharding yourself like a little shit fart and, there, and then full blown pooping your pants. I've only full blown pooped my pants, I think, one time. I love that we're talking about fecal matter now. Okay. Yes, and yeah. I, am, I am DMing Yef a potential title right now. Okay. Just tell me. The liquid consistency. Ooh. Now, how will that do in my DRM search abilities? SEQ. I don't know. What the fuck did you call SEO? it? SEO? SEO. Is that going to well, be a searchable thing? One of the things I've learned about you, Yef, is that you just like to be snazzy. You just want something that people will click on. I'm a snazzy so. guy. Exactly. So I think the liquid consistency is pretty. Uh, it piques the interest. Like, liquid. but see, here's well, the thing: what if somebody's looking up liquid consistency of something, and then all then of a sudden they're they, talking they about me. Yeah, exactly. Experience. There you go. Well, lucky <laughs> you. You stumbled onto a fun little podcast. 